Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome into our Father's Day edition of the Outdoor Show. Hope it's a fishing Father's Day for you and Dad. Uh, take him if you get a chance. We'll talk more about that later. Got some important things to talk about. Black bears invading St. Tammany Parish this week. Also some endangered whales in the Gulf of Mexico a July 4th weekend rodeo, and a trashy bad girl. Those are some of the topics we'll be talking about. Of course, besides getting those live fishing reports to help you find and catch the fish, also your reports are always welcome, along with any comments and questions. You do that on our text line, 504-260-1870. Now, on this Father's Day weekend, i got a question for you. What was the best Father's Day gift you ever received or ever gave and by sharing that with our audience maybe you'll give other listeners who may be stumped for an idea a little bit of a suggestion and again you can text that to us at 504-260-1870 i'm sure you've heard of western cow and pony rodeos and if you live along the gulf coast you know what a fishing rodeo is maybe even a nutria and a hog rodeo how about a bullfrog rodeo we got details on one that's coming up next weekend We'll talk to Mitch Jurisic down at Delta Marina about that. Speaking of fishing rodeos, good luck to all of you participating uh, down there in Grand Isle in the Speckled Trout Rodeo. Always a good event down there at Bridgeside Marina. You might want to check out the way in later this afternoon. All right, the Louisiana Red Snapper quota, we've got an update. You know, the way this works, uh, there are quotas assigned to each state on how many pounds of red snapper are allowed each season. When that quota is reached, they shut the season down. And through June 4th, which is a couple weeks ago, the La Creel, their real-time landings data collection program, says that 95,332 pounds have been caught. That represents a little over 10% of our annual recreation allocation. We got nearly a million pounds this year, 934,000 and some change, and those will be harvested during the 2023 red snapper season so we're about 10 percent there remember that seven days a week this year as opposed to the three-day weekends that we've had in the past if you are headed out this weekend whew, in a nutshell hot and windy is what it's been hoping those winds will lay down a little bit this weekend but if you are headed out offshore southwest winds 10 to 20 knots two to three foot seas on tomorrow's offshore it drops a little bit southwest winds 10 two to three and on the interior lakes and bays today, a west wind at 10 to 15 with a light chop 
and tomorrow southwesterly winds laying down a little more, 10 knots and a moderate chop. A 30% chance of rain tomorrow, 20% today. Sometimes <laughs> with these temperatures in the 90s, a rainstorm is welcome. Average tide range, got a lot of water moving out there in addition to the windswept water, 1.9, almost a two-foot range. Mississippi River continues to fall 4.0, might even be a little lower than that. And that is some good news for those of you who like to fish the lower river area down in the Delta. We'll talk to Ryan Lambert about that. He's one of the guys that operates Cajun Fishing Adventures down there. Also, Mike Gallo will be coming up with us for our Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh Report. Daryl Carpenter, the latest on Grand Isle. Also, we've got uh, Robbie Campo coming up. He's at Shell Beach, and, uh, boy, there's been a lot of activity there. They're one of the official star rodeo way scales, and he's had a lot of fish sliming up his scales. We'll talk to Robbie in just a minute or so, so stick around. we got two hours to talk about the great outdoors on a Father's Day weekend, and you're listening to it on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, first stop on the fishing report agenda is Robbie Campo at Campo's Marina in Shell Beach in St. Bernard Parish. Good morning, Robbie. First, uh, give me a wind check down there, man. That's been a problem for a lot of people along the coast this week. Well, you know, Don, actually it's it's pretty calm, maybe uh, two or three miles an hour at, at best. But, uh, you know, yesterday and then throughout the week, actually, it's been southwest wind here, which has really, really threw a monkey wrench into fishing, uh, you know, from what it was week before last, uh, you know, with with those nice southeast winds. <laughs> and, you know, it, it just shut the trout bite totally down uh you know, last this past week here, it was just terrible. Um, I, I don't. I think it's gonna. We're gonna continue to stay in this southwest pattern for a little while. Hopefully, it, it gets out. You know, that El Nino stuff gets out of here. But because um, that's what we had all week, and it, and tell you, Don, it was so hot, man. It, uh, you know, people are you know passing out, being hot. Make sure you stay hydrated, people. We don't want anybody to have to go to the hospital for going fishing. Um, 
stay hydrated, drink, drink plenty of water, sports drinks, whatever. Um, it, it's just been brutal. Uh, we we've seen we've seen mixed boxes of fish come in this past week. Not not the trout bite that we saw a week before last. That was just it. Just didn't happen, Don. I don't, and I'm and I'm sure it's the southwest wind. Um, you know the water's been low, so it limits you to where you could go, where you can't go. Uh, you know you, you're not going to be fooling around behind Stump Lagoon back there with no water. So, but we do have a little bit more tide range than we had. Um, uh, you know, we had it yesterday. We actually tide came up a, a good bit yesterday. So I would think that Marsh would have had some a little bit of water in it. Um, but earlier in the week, no, there was no fooling around behind stump back there because all you're going to do is wind up getting in trouble. Uh, this week here, I think you're going to be okay. If, actually, today, if you go back there, it's low this morning, but the tide is going to come in. So um, if the southwest wind pattern stays and it starts blowing like it did yesterday, uh, when I left here at 7 o'clock yesterday evening, it was blowing probably 15, 18 miles an hour. So if that continues for today um you know it's just gonna, it's going to make fishing conditions really tough the only thing that i could say to someone is that we're going fishing today is go behind the rock dam down and fool around up in the mr go here where you know you're going to be safe and you know fish out towards the long rocks or the trash pile uh lake anastasio uh if you could find some clean water that was the next thing it, you know it was hardly any clean water and the guys that and the, and my guide even a guide struggled. They they didn't do really well this week, uh, you know. So they were all pulling their hair out, you know. And um, customers coming back with frowns on their faces. But hey, nevertheless, man, it is what it is, you know. And um, they they up front with them before they leave the dock, you know. You know things have been tough. You know, Robbie, I, I was looking at the star uh, leaderboard, and I see you 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 weighed in the number one, two, and three speckle trout at your marina for the eastern division but what surprised me when i saw that you've got the number uh one uh, number two mangrove snapper and you got the number one red snapper weighed in there were those fish caught and brought into your marina or were they caught somewhere else and they just weighed in with you no they were caught out of here um don um actually well the guy the guys that caught they were in a camp uh one was in process one in Beauregard, i believe and they um, they brought them in and weighed them in here, but yeah, we we weighed in some really good fish this week, man. I'm, well, since it started, actually. So um, I have not got a tagged redfish yet, though. So uh, if you get your star ticket, so you go catch that. I want to see that tag fish. I, I don't have, you know, in in the years that I've been doing this, um, no tag fish yet. So uh, you know, other marinas have gotten it and other way stations, but I have not ever seen a tagged redfish. So. I had the guy caught it, but no star ticket, so that don't count. <laughs> right, Get I think there's been come on in and 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 show it to me. I want to see it. There's been at least five, uh, maybe more, that caught, and nobody signed up. You know, it's incredible. You also had a sheephead. I think a number three sheephead weighed in there too. How's the sheephead fishing been? Well, the even that was a little bit slow this past week on the long rocks, is because it and the, and the reason for that is Don, because it was so rough out there. You know. Um, it was more west and southwest, so that blows that that um, those waves right down that channel. You know, I mean, that's like a it's a straight corridor straight to the Gulf. So it, it was really rough out there. I mean, you know, you got two three footers in the long rocks. You can't, you know, it makes it really hard to fish. 
when you could get to the long rocks. I had a boat fish it yesterday. They, they're in from Florida, uh, and that's what they came to target with sheephead. And they caught 30 or 32 or something like that yesterday. But he said, man, it was uh, – it was it was really tough because it was rough. So, uh, with that said, you know, uh, you know, it don't take much to catch a, a sheephead. You know, some dead bait and a, and a jig head, and it's on. You know, usually uh, along those long rocks. But uh, you know, when the conditions aren't right, it's just not right for anything. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, this doesn't last too long. Yeah, that's a great kids' fish too. That sheephead. I've always said I think it's one of the most underutilized. It's a great eating fish. Uh, fights like a, a an eight pound brim. Uh, just an incredible fish to to take advantage of. Robbie, uh, what's yeah. going on Monday now? That Monday's a holiday for some people, so I'd expect you're probably going to get an extra day tagged onto the weekend here, and maybe the winds will be down even better for Monday. Well, we're going to be here. We're not taking off for Juneteenth. We here. We're going to be working. Uh, um, uh, but, you know, Don, today we do have uh, the uh, Knights of Nemesis hook a kid on Fish and Rodeo. Uh, we're hosting that here again, uh, and that's today. So if you're coming down here in St. Bernard Parish and you hook the left at the bridge, expect, you know, it's going to be crowded. We're going to, we, you know, I'll, you know, me and my staff, we're going to do whatever we can do to get you in, get you out of here, and go home. So uh there's going to be you know there's going to be probably 200 kids running around here with a fishing pole in their hand uh catching drums off the dock and whatever you so uh just you know be patient it's it's a kid's day and um and uh, we're going to do everything we could do to get you in and out of here that you know if you don't want to be involved in it uh the Wee's trail is open uh the food trail is open so if you want your breakfast biscuit come on down and get it so um we got plenty of live shrimp left in the boxes, so we're, we're good. We're, we're ready. All right, sounds good. You have a happy Father's Day, you and your dad, FJ, and uh, hope you, your sons get to spend some time with you, Rob. I know you guys yes, work Same hard you, down Don. there. All right. Thank you. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, Robbie Campo down at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. All right, we come back after this, going to talk about those black bears. Got them nailed on uh, trail cams in St. Tammany Parish. First I've heard of them in, wow, I don't know, 40, 50 years. Such an actual documentation of a black bear here in this parish where I live and uh, where we're broadcasting the show. Also, we got some endangered species whales in the Gulf of Mexico that may be causing boaters some problem. We'll talk about that coming back right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, keep those uh, texts coming. We'll get to those and share them with our audience. 504-260-1870 is that text line. You know, this week uh, I started receiving some uh, pictures, photographs, people sending me of black bears at their corn feeders on their hunting leases in St. Tammany Parish. Uh, Some pictures were captured in the Dixie Ranch Wildlife Management Club, which is just north of I-12 in the Lacombe area and a little further north and to the east, more towards the Pearl River area over at Camp Villery. There was also some bears that were captured on picture there. Um, I discussed it with the biologist at the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, and in studying these pictures, he said that it looked like it was two different bears. Uh, one of them was pretty good size. One of those feeders, the, the spinner, stands about six feet off the ground, and this bear is his nose is right under it, so he's nearly six feet tall when he stands up. Pretty good sized bear. And you might want to take a look at my Facebook page. Uh, normally, uh, I, I put a little preview of what's going to be on each Saturday morning on Friday afternoon. So you might want to check my Facebook page out on Friday evenings, and it'll give you a little bit of a preview of what's coming up. And I got a picture of that black bear that uh, one of my friends uh, sent to me from her hunting clan it was actually on her stand where the picture was taken anyway the history of black bears in st tammany parish now you know if you were listening to me up in uh, the tensar and monroe area or down around morgan city the lower chaffalice what's a big deal we've got bears we see them all the time well this is really rare now i don't know whether this is an indication that the black bear may be expanding its range eastward in the state or if these are just some of those traveling bears during breeding season that are, that are passing through, not really sure. But I don't recall, and you can find old black and white photos of bears being killed and hunted in St. Tammany in Washington, the Florida Parish is what they call it. Uh, back in the, the early days in the 40s and 50s, uh, I remember the, la- early, the only one I can remember was in the 1960s. There was one that was killed in someone's backyard in Mandeville, and it led to the creation of a restaurant called Big Bears, which is still in business today and really thriving. But other than that, there's been reported sightings, but actual photographs and uh, definite identification of bears uh, in St. Tammany Parish, I I can't ever recall any that were documented. These are definitely uh, from these areas, and they're certainly black bears, and you can take a look at it. Anyway, uh, that's, you know, interesting to hear. And, uh, again, this might bring about a a strong push or, you know, indication that maybe a a black bear season is warranted. There's there's plenty of them, and in some places they're actually becoming problematic. Well, we'll stay on top of that. Well, from bears to whales, (laughs) I got an alert from the Coastal Conservation Association. If you remember, you may have gotten it too, about the rice's whale. Now, the rice's whale is considered an endangered species, and most of them have been spotted in the northeastern Gulf of Mexico near Florida. And with less than 100 of them, they estimate that remains, it's one of the most endangered whales in the world. And 
the there's some environmental advocacy groups, and you probably know who they are, that are petitioning the National Oceanic and Atmosphere Administration Fisheries to put in some rules to protect these endangered whales. One of them, I think, is ridiculous. They want to put a year-round 11 miles per hour speed limit for all boats right now traveling from Pensacola to south of Tampa. But if, in fact, they expand the range of this whale, the habitat, to the Gulf, it could end up the entire Gulf of Mexico uh, 11 mile per hour speed limit on all vessels in the zone. And on top of that, they would not let any vessels go at night. Uh, the ones that do go through the zone have to report their plans to NOAA, have to use visual observers and maintain a distance of 500 meters from any rice's whales. And they also would implement the use and uh, an automatic identification system and report all non-compliance. <laughs> In other words, you got to report on your boating neighbor within 24 hours. So the CCA is asking its members and non-members to contact NOAA, and they're accepting public input on a petition through July 6th. And they've got a message format all composed. If you go to the cca.org site, and you'll find it there. It's called an action alert with regard to the Rice's whale. And, uh, you know, 11 miles per hour all across the Gulf. I don't see how that could pass. But if nobody opposes it, stranger things can happen. All right, uh, 504-260-1870. That's our text message board. And as soon as we come back after this quick break, we'll share some of them with our audience. If you'd like to add your question or comment, it's welcome. Again, it's 504-260-1870. And you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. Yeah, you know, we have a guy by the name of Jeff Brule that does some uh, freshwater fishing reports for us. And uh, he, he caught me up the, this week uh, with some pictures. He was fishing up on the, uh, I think he said it was the East Pearl. And the mayflies are out right now. And if you've never fished or witnessed that phenomenon, it is a great time to get out there. And he sent me pictures, and those mayflies are thick. And they'll, they'll get on some of the, the branches that overhang the water. And, and when they, they, they actually die and uh, fall into the water and the brim just go crazy over them. And I'll tell you what, I'll post that picture on my Facebook page later today and you can take a look at it if you've never seen it. But you get a, a just a regular fly rod or even just a cane pole with a popping bug on it and you ease up to those branches that where the mayflies are and uh, you'll see the action underneath them. And, boy, you can just really... Uh, catch you a whole nice mess of those uh, uh, bluegills and the, the uh, shell crackers, chinkapins, all those the brim species. Also some goggle eyes, and you never know, you might get hit with a catfish or a bass underneath there too, but they're, uh, they're, it, it happens every year about this time. They call them mayflies, but here we are in June, so it's a little bit later here. But if you can find that, Jeff also has another suggestion. Do not shake the branches 
to make the mayflies fall in unless you really check it out because those red wasp nests get up under there too and uh, they, they don't like people shaking their nest. All right, I'm going to get to our text board. Thank you for all of you who are sending those texts in at 504-260-1870. That's next right after this quick 10-second pause to let our local stations identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we have a, a, a long list now that I'm, I'm acquiring of, uh, you know, they've got handles of special names. Some of our regular listeners were hearing from the Mad Trucker this morning. I uh, also have this question comes in, says, Don, didn't you mention last week you're going to talk about the closing of the Highway 90 bridges from Slidell to Perlington, Mississippi? Well, you missed it. Uh, I was guest hosting on Monday and Tuesday of this week on our flagship station, WWL, doing the 10 to 1 shift. And that was one of the topics we talked about. And uh, it's not good news. Uh, DODT did not furnish someone to give us any information. We talked to some of the elected officials uh, there in the parish about getting something done. And uh, it's just, it looks like they they, they got to study it. And then they've got to allocate the funds. And um, it looks like it may be uh, years before that bridge gets completed. Uh, We made some suggestions that, Possibly a temporary bridge for lighter traffic, not allowing trucks on it, but it's a very important thoroughfare, and hopefully we create a little bit of awareness that might get something moving on it. But you missed it. You can go back, and uh, you can redo the rewind and and find it, and you can listen to that program. All right, here's one. uh, We got David, one of those Fleming boys in Lafitte. We lost a dear friend. You lost a listener. Yeah, Justin Gentilly. Yeah, we talked about that. It was a kind of a freak thing. He died from complications of a, of a spider bite. All right, here's uh, one that says, um, Robbie from Chalmette, do you see the bears moving further south like on our side of the lake? I would think not. I'm not saying <clears throat> it's not possible, but that terrain, that habitat is really not conducive to, to bears. Uh, they're more into the, the piney woods, the mixed uh, pine and hardwoods, and also some of the the river basin areas. <clears throat> Here's a text says, uh, 30 years ago, our oldest son and his Cub Scout group made a plaster Paris cast of a black bear print by a pond. We live three miles west of the Pearl River. Uh, here's one says, black bears were spotted in Mandeville in the 70s in the old subdivision off Viola near 1088. And uh, it said it was in the St. Tammany News Banner which was a, a newspaper that has now gone the way of a lot of print publications. I used to be the outdoors editor for that, that newspaper uh, starting in the 80s till uh, kind of it went under. All right, um, we got thanks for keeping the West Pearl Bridge issue. Continue to keep the pressure. That's from the big man, Basson. And here's a question. With all the wonderful lakes and ponds we have, can you fish in the Mississippi River, and can sharks get misplaced from the Gulf into the Mississippi River? Uh, answer to question number one, yes, you can definitely fish in the Mississippi River. Uh, primarily, uh, probably one of the best catfish places anywhere. You can catch a few other species, but catfish is the main thing. And as far as sharks getting misplaced, some of them aren't really misplaced. Uh, bull sharks in particular have a, a very high tolerance for fresh water, as opposed to most sharks need to stay in that salt water. They have actually been documented miles up the Mississippi River, in fact, some other rivers in the, the movie Jaws, if you do the research, that's where the idea for that story came from, was a, a notorious shark that went up uh, a river, not in the Mississippi, but another river, and uh, 
actually killed some people in the river and uh, was never was never found. All right, we have the backstrap stacker checking in from Mobile. He's checking on the hunting camp. Wind, rain, and hail this week. Yeah, I heard there was some really bad weather over there on the Mobile Bay area. But yet, uh, Wingbone, our friend there, says the fishing's good. Uh, bass, brim, white perch, and catfish. Then if you fish the lower Mobile, redfish, speckled trout, and flounder. Good to hear that, and good to hear from you, Wingbone. You want to shoot us a text? It's 504-260-1870. And we'll be back to talk to Mitch Jurisich, where they got a bullfrog rodeo coming up. We'll talk all about that and get you a fishing report for his area right after this timeout. On the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, fishing reports is what we do here. Let's get one from Mitch Jurisich down at Delta Marina. Mitch, you guys had enough of this west and southwest wind this week? Whew. Oh, my goodness, Don. You know, and the, the sad part about it is a nice breeze, but it's a hot breeze because of some darn Santa Ana winds that make it all the way from California and come over here and just just wreak havoc on us. But I'm going to tell you, I'm sitting here right now on a, a balcony of Delta Marina and my goodness, what a difference a day makes. I mean, it's just an absolute beautiful morning. Sorry for the people who canceled this weekend. I think you're missing out on a on a wonderful couple of days ahead here. So, you know, it's really uh, – I mean, winds, are, winds have laid down tremendously. And yesterday, actually, uh, even with the, the lighter winds, but it still blew pretty good, but it was a lot lighter than a few uh, days before. We had some nice catches of fish coming in, so it's like, wow, these fish are so ready for this. The fish are just as ready as we are for this wind to lay down. I tell you that much. Yeah, that that hot wind is like a convection oven. You know, that's what it feels like when it blows. You want it to feel cool, but uh, and we really haven't had a whole lot of rain in Louisiana. Now, some of the other areas over in Mississippi and down around the Mobile Bay area, boy, they had some really bad weather, hail and all kinds of stuff over there. But we've been spared of that. But I I tell you, with this tide range and if that wind lays down, these next few days could really be good for the speckled trout and red fishermen down there. Oh, you know, we're getting into the height of the season. We're almost at the longest day of the year, you know. I mean, it's daylight at 5 o'clock in the morning now, you know, and it'll be daylight till 9 o'clock at night here. But what is it, June 21st, the longest day of the year? I always look at that, after that, I start saying, "Okay, now we can, now we can start going downhill again." <laughs> yeah, I was but, looking uh, at the calendar, and it says June twenty first, summer begins. <laughs> Somebody yeah, didn't yeah, get summer, the memo on that. No, 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 they didn't. They did not because summer started a week and a half ago for sure. You know, and it's really going to be a hot week. But you know, it's uh, it's that time of year now, and the fishing is going to heat up. Everything's great. Uh, we had a really good crowd last weekend for the little President's Cup. Uh, first annual President's Cup Fishing Rodeo. People are just so ready to get out here and get ready to go. And also, next weekend is our third annual Bullfrog Bash, and we're looking forward to that. It's a beautiful bullfrog weather, perfect. You know, we're in the height of the bullfrog season now, so we're hoping to have a great event this coming you know, next weekend. Uh, you know, get this weekend behind us with this tide range and this uh, – you know, these winds are finally slaying down. So let's let's hope we get more in the summertime pattern. You know, June is normally known for a dry month. You know, July starts those summer squalls and stuff like that. But, hey, you know what? It's just it's summertime, and we, we got to learn to deal with it. South Louisiana, we know how to handle it, you know. And you walk in, it feels like it's freezing inside. You walk outside, you thaw out real quick. So, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of them things. 
right, tell me about this Bullfrog Bash. Uh, how do people sign up, and what are the different categories? Is it by a stringer, biggest bullfrog? How does it it's work? It's like the, the ten heaviest frogs, the longest frog, heaviest frog. I don't know. My daughter and them got so many categories going on with this <laughs> thing right now, but – but it's really, you know, you bring in the, the heaviest frog, the longest frog, the ten frog stringer. We have a frog, uh, a frog jumping contest, a frog race, basically, where, you know, you get, and then we got a frog jump where we measure the jump, the first jump. Uh, it's just, just, it's just a great event. A lot of the kids, and and you don't actually have to have a frog because the people who catch the frogs will give the kids frogs for their little frog jumping contest, you know. So it's uh it's just a fun field day here at the Delta Marine. It's, it's more of a more of a hangout, have a great time. It's a, it's a hopping good time. Is all I can say. <laughs> oh, I love that. All right. So what time is the weigh-in going to be? Where if somebody's not participating, but they want to see the weigh-in and the frog jumping, what time is that going to go on? Well, the the frog the frog hunters get to start at at dusk on a Friday afternoon, and start bringing their frogs in and. I got to look at the brochure again, because usually at eight o'clock I'll start to weigh frogs. If people want to come in in the morning to weigh their frogs because they've been out all night, I'll start I'll start measuring and weighing frogs at eight a.m. in the morning. But usually the festivities start around noon, noon to close, you know, whatever it's noon till it ends. I think we're going to eight o'clock. We have a live band coming in. We have a DJ from uh, eleven to four. And then we have a, a live band from four to eight. So the, I think the final tally is around six o'clock in the afternoon is when we start the awards. So yes, this is an all day way in. It, there's no really. Uh, so anytime anybody wants to get here, but usually around noon it starts picking up. You know, eleven and, and uh, eleven to twelve. Will there be French fried frog legs at the Ponderosa restaurant that night up there? You know what? I gotta start making this thing where and when you when you enter a frog, it belongs to me. You know how the fishing rodeo used to be when yeah, you right. fish, it belongs to the rodeo because me, I love me some frog legs. And if I'm a fry frog legs at the Ponderosa, I get the first batch. <laughs> there you go. But, I'm uh, a big fan be, too. It, it, you know what? I do I do think we're gonna have frog legs on tap at the Ponderosa for the weekend. You know, just uh just uh you know, we we've tried to do it before and and everybody wants their frogs back. Of course they do, you know. I mean, and, I, and I'm and i going to tell you the truth, Don. You know, when we fry our frog legs, they're still jumping in the pot. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Well, you all going to have is. a lot of fun down there, as you normally do, Mitch. And uh, thanks for the fishing report and all you do for the fishermen down there in the Plaquemines Parish area. You do a great job with that marina with, you know, people that get to stay overnight. you got guides operating out of there. you got a restaurant. You get bands. Uh, it's probably one of the hottest spots in Plaquemines, huh? Uh, yeah, it's just picking up. You know, we really, we really, uh, you know, we in our, I don't know, 2019 to now, whatever it is. And is we really getting, uh, you know, known about people coming off the highway now and finding us. The restaurant's really taking off. Uh, you know, we got a lot of development in Plaquemines Parish here right now with this plant and all being built and other things happen. A lot of, a lot of new people in town and, and they're finally deciding to drive off of Highway 23 and hit old Highway 11 and come find us <laughs> and have some great food and hang out at the marina and just enjoy the scenery, enjoy the view. And it's, it's you know, it's really starting to starting to pay off. And, and we're really happy. We're proud to be here. You know, we're Plaquemines strong, Plaquemines proud. All right, Mitch. Thanks again, my friend. We'll talk to you next time. And you all enjoy those bullfrogs next weekend.
We will, Don, and you have a great day as well. All right. All right. Mitch Jurisic down at the Delta Marina Empire. Right, we come back after this. Daryl Carpenter, another hopping place, Grand Isle in the summertime. Ooh, we've got a lot of folks down there fishing rodeos and uh, having parties at the camp. We'll find out what it's all about right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And right now it says it's 83 degrees in Grand Isle, but there is an excessive heat warning till 7 p.m., and that's a lot along the Gulf Coast. Uh, they may have a little bit of rain down that way today. Let's take in with Darrell Carton to get a weather report and a fishing report. Darrell, uh, that west wind has been uh, pretty tough on people. I imagine in Grand Isle it kind of put a little, uh, you know, put a little bump in the road there for you guys. Yeah, Don, like everybody else, I mean, when that wind picked up, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not one that cusses the west wind as much as other people, but when it's going 15, 20 miles an hour, you got to cuss it regardless. Uh, it kind of muted everything come, what, early last week. It kind of started putting the fish on mute. Um, been really, really kind of difficult to even get to them, much less try to catch any significant amount of them. Um, you know, that and, and with, this, with this accelerated tide range, with this growing tide range we're having, you know, when it blows all evening and, and the tides were real low, it helps to stir up that muddy bottom. But it has, you know, we got out, we, we went out catching bait and all yesterday, getting ready for the weekend. And uh, the water has stayed remarkably clean. I mean, you're going to have to look for pockets of clean water if you're going out there this morning, which is not bad. Uh, I don't know, 8 to 10 miles an hour, but it did the same thing yesterday. And by about 10, 11 o'clock, it was back up to 15, 20 with white caps everywhere. So, you, you're going to probably have a little bit of a window to get out this morning and look. Uh, I can tell you my experience has been the west side of the island has been cleaner than the east side of the island. If you head over toward Mitch's area, if you head to the east, you, you're running into more pockets of dirty water where it's got it all stirred up. But if you stay between here and Fouchon, here in Leeville, we've been able to find a lot of pockets of clean water. So you ought to be able to scratch out a few fish this morning before it starts back to its, what, 15-plus that is supposed to blow all day. Uh, Darrell, uh, east of uh, Grand Isle, going towards the Lafitte area, you know, they created that uh, reef, the CCA, along with some sponsors. They put an artificial shell reef down around Hackberry Bay and named it the Captain Tofield Bourgeois Reef in, in his honor. Do you your, your boats uh, ever go that far to the east of fish? Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, the, the placing, that's actually a little more north of Grand Isle than east. And, and the placing of that reef, you know, while it's a it's a deal, it, it kind of shut us down on one day of fishing because of all of the mud, that all of the stuff that it was kicking up up there. That's that's where we've been catching a lot of our fish, up around Hackberry Bay and so forth. What I would caution anybody, anybody looking to go visit that reef or or, or – you know, fish that area, start learning, got it as strong attention to it, is there, that Hackberry Bay is probably one of the busiest bays that there was back in the 70s and the 80s as far as oil well activity in between Ida and the fact that they took out a lot of oil and gas rigs, surface oil and gas rigs up there. You'll find one thing in Hackberry Bay, there's no shrimpers. And there's no shrimpers because of all of the daggum, all of the hangs. There are, uh, I know of probably five lower units that have been lost in that bay in the last year or so. So I, I would caution anybody going up there, get up there and learn the area, know the area, because there are there are plenty of snags and plenty of four-inch pipes that are still about eight inches below the water up there. So it's, it's a good place to put a hole in the boat. It's a good place to lose a lower unit. 
but it <laughs> ought to be give it give it a year or so, and it ought to be one hell of a productive fishing spot. Well, they they claim that in reefs that they've put down in the past, it, it doesn't take near that long for the the small fish to to come gather, and then that attracts the predator fish in there. And with a very short time, depending on the location of it, it it, it becomes a real good honey hole. Have you had uh, any reefs around the, closer to the Grand Isle area that are there that you fish, or is it mostly just wrecks and structure? Well, I'm fishing mostly wrecks and structures because the the uh, for a guide the only problem is they put one of those reef in, reefs in they publish GPS coordinates, mm-hmm. uh, and people are lazy they don't want to go do the work and find their find their own reef and structure they want to find something that's published that Independence Reef you know you've in in weeks past you've commented about the huge fish that are still coming out of Grand Isle and so forth the well known secret is it's all coming off of that Independence Reef that they put in about six seven years ago. That reef, for some reason or another, is holding fish like you wouldn't believe, and there'll be 30 boats fishing that thing one day. I mean, you could literally, there's no danger of needing a Coast Guard because you could walk from boat to boat, and Mm -hmm. typically everybody's catching fish. There are a couple of more productive spots on that reef. Uh, I'm guessing it's where they had the barge parked and they spilled a lot of extra material off of it because there's there's some very large spikes on that reef. All right, we we got to, we got we got to wrap up. Thanks for the, the report. RealScreamers.com is where you find him, Daryl Carpenter. And you'll find us back here with our number two right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 